for leading us, Desiree. Um, if you're following along uh, with our journey through the book of Acts, uh, we're in the middle of Acts chapter 12, and we are going to uh, jump into the first part of Acts chapter 13 today as well. Um, not going to read through the story in its length today. Um, so if, if you are following along, you're, of course, welcome to read that later this week. Perhaps you already read it coming in uh, to uh, today. We, we do provide these scripture references for the week to come on our week, weekly reflections. And so um, those are prepared for you if you ever want to be ready to go on a Sunday morning. Uh, towards the end of uh, my little message here, I, I will read a few verses that start off chapter 13 because they are simple and exciting. Um, but yes, if, if there is anything that this first half of the book of Acts, not anything, but one thing that this first half of the book of Acts uh, communicates to us that, that we do have language for um, in this kind of 21st century religious world is this idea of charisma. Um, and if, if you look closely enough at these opening stories in the book of Acts, when we see visions and angels with inspiration and, and when we talk about people having dreams and, and hearing the voice of God and these spontaneous actions of going into a desert and finding an Ethiopian eunuch and praying and just spontaneously baptizing and all these different things. Um, sometimes those things make people uncomfortable. <laughs> if, if someone is well-versed in kind of the grand scope of religion, at least in the 21st century on this planet, uh, there's going to be a group of people that are a little bit uncomfortable with this idea of religious charisma. Um, that's okay. There are others who stake their entire religious experience on those things. Um, not necessarily being compelled by a more, just for lack of a better term, forgive me, just kind of a more ordered, programmed way of worshiping, of gathering, things like that. I, I personally feel that our experiences shape these predispositions and our comfort levels, and that's kind of a, it's kind of a no-duh. We're, we're generally used to what we were raised with um, if we were raised in some kind of a church environment, but just like anything else, if, if, a, if a parent was particularly interested in a, an, in a sport or genre of music or food or whatever else, those things are generally handed down uh, to kids, and they're either unlearned and relearned, or they're questioned, or they're just embraced, and they, and they go along with it. It's, it's no different with those things as well. Um, I think that a healthy balance between the two uh, can be quite refreshing. Um, a, a lot of times we do ourselves a disservice of 
uh, of allowing our comfort levels to become universal truths that we project onto others. And that, that's, of course, a dangerous thing because uh, just because I think something should be a certain way uh, doesn't mean that that's how it should be for everyone. Uh, who Everyone who speak different languages and live in different countries and uh, things like that. And so we need to be careful about, about being way too uh, just distant from things that in other parts of the world, and even this city, let alone country, are being very, very openly embraced by our brothers and sisters in Christ. And, and the book of Acts really gives us this, this line of charisma and just kind of purposeful, intentional behaviors. It's really interesting, healthy balance there that at least jumps out to me, particularly in today's passage, which we'll read in just a moment. But all of that being said, um, Reachway's gathering last week in person um, was a little bit charismatic. <laughs> That's relative to us, of course, for those of you who have maybe seen a bit more charismatic of a church expression, but, but I think... I believe that the Holy Spirit prompted us to seek and to listen. That certainly not something that I walked into the building last Sunday morning thinking that we should do. Was not in my notes, was not in my transcript, was not on my mind, and yet something happened between the beginning of our gathering um, and before it ended, where I felt like that we should perhaps ask God to speak a prayer to us as a corporate people, and perhaps there would be some unity within what God is speaking, and that we could, out of those inspired things, present a prayer to one another, that we could pray um, as a people of Reachway Church. Just like the first generation of Jesus followers that were scattered in the Roman Empire were corporately sharing burdens and cooperatively living on mission. Those were those two words from last week that really stuck out to us. It really did seem clear that a good next step for Reachway was to ask God to speak to us into a direction of a prayer that could be embodied by everyone. Those that are gathered on a Sunday morning, those that are not gathered and in their homes on a Sunday morning, wherever else they find themselves throughout the week. Those gathered, those scattered, what is our prayer? In the midst of complete discomfort and lack of stability, the first generation of Jesus followers experienced a dynamic life together with God. When there was no stable environment to be, and when any environment you found yourself in, therefore, was extremely uncomfortable, somehow, some way, this first generation of Jesus followers experienced dynamic life together 
in the presence of God, on mission in the world around them, wherever they were, whenever they were there. And I really do believe, I really do, that God is doing something new right now and wants to do even more through the people of Reachway. I really, really do believe this. And it's not just those that, are, that find themselves here on most Sunday mornings. I'm talking about those that, for plenty of reasons, are not gathering with us normally that would. And I believe that those who are going to become part of this church family in some capacity over the next several weeks and months and years, I really do believe that God is doing something uniquely new in this church right now. I really do. And in that spirit, last week I asked those that were here to over this last week, send me anything that they felt God was saying to them regarding a prayer for the people of Reachway Church. And I'd like to share those things. not going to give names, but I'm either going to be sharing just quotes from people or uh, paraphrased thoughts that honor uh, what those uh, people sent me. This is one of them, is we need God's love in our hearts so we can share it with others. Imagine what would happen if that became true. That's a, that's a, that's a quote. That's a direct quote from someone. We need God's love in our hearts but so that we can share it with others. Imagine what would happen. I like that prayer a lot. Um, this, is a, this is more of a paraphrase. Is, I believe that we need to pray for the ability to practice a particular type of kindness that surprises people. It was really cool language that this person shared, was that, is that we need to pray to learn what it means to be so kind that it catches someone off guard because they were expecting something different. That's a really cool prayer. Someone else said that we should pray for opportunities for God's people to initiate real change in the world as God would want it to happen in God's kingdom. Is that it would be God's people that are on the front lines of initiating cultural change in the subversive, faith-of-a-mustard-seed type of ways that the kingdom is so full of. Someone else shared that um, what would it look like for us all to have an actual desire? A couple of weeks ago, we talked about, about God's kingdom principles actually becoming a desire things that we actually wanted to see, what it would look like for us to actually desire, for example, the last becoming first and the first becoming last. And whatever that looks like, actually wanting to see that happen now so we're not surprised when his kingdom is made fully realized here on this earth. Um, this person in that spirit said, we should have a desire for everyone to have enough should have a desire for there not to be anyone around us, anyone that we know of, anyone that's in our 
world of acquaintances and friendships and neighbors and relationships and coworkers, we should desire for none of those people to lack anything. It's a really big prayer. Uh, this is a quote, is that we would learn to be light wherever we are. Simple, profound. And this is another quote as, I just hope that whatever we pray for, it leads us to take actions. And you can really hear just the tone. It's not just to let the prayers be words, but that the prayers would eventually become actions that we take in the world. So one, two, three, four, five, six quotes or paraphrases. Thank you for those who shared. Um, I don't know about you, but I see a couple really clear central themes in, in, in most of those, if not all. And uh, if that's anything, that is just a testimony to God speaking. So, Lord, thank you for speaking to us. I'd like to read Acts chapter 13, verses 2 and 3. We're talking about two verses in a, in a book, in a story, in an account that is jam-packed with some really exciting things. Uh, here, here are two verses that might not be as exciting, but I think they're very important based on the prayer that I feel like God has given us. This is what it says is, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they, meaning the disciples that were there, placed their hands on them and sent them off. And what I want us to know this morning is that we are called to be sent off. We are called to gather together somehow and worship. Yes, that is true. And what is also true is that we are called to be sent off to do what the Holy Spirit would have us do. That is also true. Two things true at the same exact time is that we're called to worship and fast and gather together, but then in a moment, the Holy Spirit can say, I need this person to do this. Go and do it. That can also be true as well. So, if anything, my challenge this morning is for us to embrace that. Let's embrace this idea of living fully into our call to be light shiners and ambassadors of reconciliation in this world, wherever we are, whenever we are there. And so I hope as well that we pray to this end. Like we talked about last week, that we would actually ask God, for this. 
for opportunities to share the love of God in us with others, for opportunities for us to put into physical, tangible practice the ways of God's kingdom. Literally asking God to set us apart to do things in the name of Jesus. I want to believe that this Sunday morning gathering can really inform the rest of our 95% of our lives where we're not in this building together, Uh, perhaps even larger percent than that if we were to really get down to the minutes. 99% of our lives are not spent here gathered together, which is okay. Just like Barnabas and Saul can be gathered here The Holy Spirit can speak when they're gathered together and worshiping and give them a clear directive on what they need to do after they leave this place. I I believe that if God is the same, then, is now, will be forever, the Holy Spirit, same, is now, will be forever, I want to believe that we can be gathered together, that the Holy Spirit can speak, And that informs what you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. For the Bible tells me so. (laughs) So to this end, I want to offer up a prayer. Um, This is a prayer that uh, you you won't just hear and read uh, this one time here. I, I... I really hope that, well, I think it would be right of us to pray this weekly for those who are gathered, those who engage with the home liturgy guides at home, still engaging in the same prayers. I, I offer up this prayer in light of what the scriptures are so very clearly saying, in light of what God has said to the people of Reachway over this last week that shared those things with me. Um, here, is, here is the prayer. Here is the prayer. God of light, you fill us with the essence of yourself and entrust us to shine beams of love into the voids of this world. Prepare for us places and spaces to reflect your love Remind creation of your promises and regard you as Lord so that your kingdom arriving would become our desire. Amen. God of light, you fill us with the essence of yourself and entrust us to shine beams of love into the voids of this world. So prepare for us places and spaces to reflect your love, remind creation of your promises, and regard you as Lord, so that your kingdom arriving would be our desire.
among the prayers of the people, among us praying for the things that are on our hearts and minds, um, let us pray that together. It'll be on cards next week. We're going to have, have that on a, on a card that you can take with you, put um, in a wallet or pocket or uh, what are those mirrors called in our cars that we fold them down? Yeah, those things. Kind of a, you tuck something up there with the garage door opener or something like that. Um, we're going to have those on cards for you. And we can, we can digitize it as well so that it can be perhaps the background of a phone or just whatever you want it to be. But that is the prayer that I've, I feel like God has given us through his people for this time. And, uh, and I'm really thankful that this church is made up of people who are, are willing to pray in agreement with one another. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful that this church is made up of people who um, are really wanting to see the things that are happening in the pages of our Bible really manifest themselves in real life in the world around them. And so to that end, I am just super thankful uh, for all of you and for those that are um, part of our family that are not gathered here. Um, I'm just so grateful. And, and you should be grateful as well to be part of such a church. You should be grateful as well. It's, it's, it's no small thing. It, it's no small thing to take very seriously our faith. And uh, so I, let's, just do, let's just keep doing that together. Let's just keep doing that together.